that boy. <laughs> what can I say? What? <laughs> There's nothing left to say anymore, man. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect it to be so easy. The only yeah. thing. The only thing I will say that Trent Cross was lucky. I'm not giving him credit. For nah, it. it's waffling. It's waffling. I'm not no, giving him credit. I'm cross. not doing it. I'm that not doing it. No, no, no. Trent, Trent, hit no, that and hope, no. hope for the best. Bro, bro, look, let's keep it real. When, when you play, when when you cross balls like that, it's always hit and hope, but it's always doing it consistently is different. Exactly. The fact that his technique is always on point, like. It'll be yeah. once every 20 shots, like crosses, will be shit. But n- every 19, it will go to where he wants it to go. And it's obviously his luck. you got to hope that that player is there at the end of it mm. and clocks the ball. Because there's there's two types of crosses or fullbacks that I, I used to tell my mates about. There's the people who, kind of like back in the day, the, the, the danger areas. A lot of pe- people just tell people, mm. cross into that danger area and, and it's the job yeah. of the striker to get onto the end. But what I like about Robertson and and Arnold is that they actually look for individuals in the box. So they don't just mm. clip it in and hope someone gets onto the end of it. Yeah, of course Trent, not. Trent created quite a few chances. No, and one thing that pissed me off that I want to speak about was when they tried, when I think you lot had a chance in the first half. Like, I think it was your only shot in the first half. And yeah, from like Pepe. Aubameyang was offside. In that build up. He was, he was. The, the comment, yeah, he the was, commentators he was. were trying to say he that was. Trent was caught lacking. No, if you see Trent, he played the offside. He played 100%. it. He stayed back and played that offside. And they're saying, oh, see, look, Aubameyang got away from Trent. That's probably why Southgate doesn't trust him defensively. It's like, no, he no, he it caught smart. offside. He caught it. He done the job. And that really pissed me off. And I'm like, I've always said, Trent, he only gets done by shit wingers. But by the best wingers, by the best Ooh. players, he's got them in his pocket. And I don't know why that is. Mm. Lookman had him on, on toast. Um, I think it was Neko Williams actually he had on toast. And he probably would have had Trent on toast. But it's these weird wingers that, like, you get from these bottom clubs. Yeah. Like, you know what, or something. Oh, by the way, yeah. Everton just had a two-on-one and they absolutely mucked it up. What's the score, though? It's still no-no. Still no-no. No. Yes, five minutes in. But yeah, so the, um, do you know with Arsenal and Liverpool though? Do you feel like Liverpool won that or Arsenal just lost it because they didn't turn? We up? won it. No, we won it. Yeah, we won it. Hundred percent, we won it. The the thing we, is, we, we didn't allow you to play. We didn't even allow you yeah. to out. Like your yeah, no. I think I think the Fabinho, Fabinho and Thiago played their best games. He was bossing the game, Fabinho. He bossed Fabinho. everyone in that Yeah, in, but in that, that was probably the most complete defensive midfielder performance I've ever seen. Mm. Well, what mm. have we been crying for? We've been like playing yeah, exactly. yeah. in the Moved middle. Just right play position. him in the middle, yeah. And now we've got a centre-back partnership. Just play, cent- just play centre-backs in the centre-back. It's, it's funny. It's like this whole time, the answer was just play the players in their position. Hmm. Yeah, because like, he had what, one though? good performance. They we thought, okay, maybe he can just be a centre back, but no, he's, he he was decent. The issue with Fabinho is that he will sometimes do silly tackles, thinking he is in in midfield, whereas you can't do them in defence as a centre back. You can't do those tackles because you can either get done or you can give a penalty. Yeah, and that was yeah. our problem. Like against Burnley, he gave away a penalty. Against Chelsea, he tried to go for Mount and he got done easily. That's all right in midfield, but you can't do that and as a defender. As a centre-back, because you're literally the last line of defence. Yeah. So, But even more, though, like... Go yeah, on, go on. Go on I was going to say, more, more to get onto that in a bit. <laughs> we'll, we'll go through but each yeah. game. But yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's introduce everyone. Hello and welcome to the Drain Dads podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say the whole intro. You know who it is. You know what we're about. I'm your host, Daz, joined by my co-host, Dre. Dre, how you doing? Yo, I'm good, man. It's um, it's a semi-nice day, so yes. to say. It's like sunny but windy at the same time, so... That is yeah, true. It's all right. That is true. But yeah, man. And and now we're technically allowed to see people in their gardens, so... Mm. in there, slowly. The only question is, how do you get to their garden without being in their house for some is that... <laughs> You have to jump over the back fence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the government thought that one through. I'm not going to lie. Jay, I don't know if you have like a back garden, but like, how am I meant to get into your garden if I can't come into your house? 
like do you have some passageway some underground <laughs> like how's that meant to work oh it's jay there i think he's gone jay you there yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, here, I'm here i'm here sorry so i couldn't hear for a bit oh can you hear us now yeah 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 sorry about that all right cool he was just airing yeah. you fam yeah, <laughs> <Sure. laughs> <laughs> Mama had to edit that out real quick. You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it bugged out. Yeah, no, yeah. Good. sorry, sorry. No, we we're just saying how, like, you're allowed to be in people's gardens now, but oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, how you meant to get into a man's garden without going through his house? Uh, ask Boris. Well, Boris <laughs> seems to have all the answers, so ask him in it. We need to bring Boris on the, on, on the podcast, innit? Yeah, do you think he'll make an appearance <sighs> if we ask nicely? <laughs> Who does he support? I swear it's Arsenal. He seems like a gun. Does he even watch football? Oh, no. He plays rugby, doesn't he? Yeah, probably. Actually, he played in soccer aid once and then he and then he speared someone to the floor. Do you remember that? There was a meme about it. Yeah. Mm, I remember that. that. You know what? He's, isn't he known for like doing a lot of wacky like activities when he was mayor of London? Yeah, like making Boris bags. Oh yeah, Boris spikes. Have you ever used a Boris spike before? I have a few times actually. I know quite a lot of people that have stolen them as well. Sure. Do they have like trackers on them? I know. That's why I have no clue how people do it. (laughs) (laughs) They just do it. (laughs) Fair enough. I guess if you can't, if you don't want to get your own bike, just just nick one. Isn't aren't they Santander ones now? Yeah. 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 There's there's a few different bike companies out there. Mad. But yeah, you know, I'm not gonna lie though, with weather like this, probably a good idea to get out cycling. Yeah, Honest, honestly, especially if your team's lost, you need to clear the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shot. All right, get on some that pressure. <laughs> Back Why don't we Boston. get to the Arsenal Liverpool team, fam? Dre, you was about to say something before I rudely cut you. Yeah, it's I think, um, <laughs> I think, I think Liverpool definitely played the perfect game that they could all you can do is beat what's in front of you but I think Arsenal definitely made it easier easy for them do you mm. know what I mean I think I think even before the game if you asked any Liverpool fan all of them were scared going into it all of them felt like oh like Liverpool haven't really been turning up da, 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 da. I would never say really scared Arsenal. but we yeah but like been drawing at your ground no, no 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 do you know do you know what yeah the reason I would say you lot were scared is because you guys knew that you had to win if you want to stay in the top four places. Do you mm. know what I mean? So it was going to be a tense game, but Arsenal just made it easy for you lot. And um, like, for example, holding, not being able to head of the ball away from a five foot nine guy. Like, fuck off, bro. What are you chatting about? <laughs> this guy, fam, honestly, like, like, our, like, yeah, Arsenal were just... Here's, here's, here's the question. Though. Liverpool did, did amazing in the game. You can't, you can't take that away from them. But I think... On another day, we maybe we maybe would have made it harder. But I think with Liverpool playing that way, you you always would have beat any team from the Arsenal this season. Mm. The, uh, here's here's a question for you then: Do you think it was a tactical thing, or do you think it was just the players? Because it was interesting the way Arteta approached his team performance compared to someone like Mourinho, who we'll get to soon. Um, <laughs> But Arteta seemed to have, I'm just saying. Oh my god! I just, just saying, Arteta seemed to have taken the blame, said it was a tactical thing, and that it was his fault. Do you it think it was a tactical error? Do you think it was the players just letting the the club down? Do you know what? Yeah, like anytime you lose, obviously the manager always has to look at himself and say, "What could I have done better?" But the way the players played on mm. the pitch, nah, man, they got to do better than that. Like, let's say if the players went out and fought as hard as they could. And then you can say, cool, what could the manager do better to give them what they need to be able to go on and win that game and beat that team tactically? But the players, they just wasn't up to it. But I actually think the main issue is that the players just aren't good enough. And that's what happens in these sort of games. Because um, it was, was scary. Saying, that, was your start, that was near enough your starting 11 that you put out. Um, I wouldn't say... The only thing at the beginning of the season, at the beginning yeah, of the season, yeah. that's the starting eleven. Yeah, 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 exactly. The only, the only thing I would say is that Saka and Emil Smith Rowe wasn't there, and I think they would have put a bit more pressure in your defense. I still think we would have lost playing if you were playing like that, especially with Fabinho being as dominant. Mm. But um, I think in general, those games hurt more than let's say losing to 
Brighton or something like that because it really shows you the depth and class and how much how like how much we need to bridge the gap. Do you mm. know what I mean? And how and how far off we are. Because it almost um, seemed like you lot was happy to or you lot kind of expected to not win or come out with anything. You played for the draw. You played for the draw and if you get anything else, you were lucky. Kind yeah. of thing. Like yeah. it would have been a bonus. If you got if you got like a chance and you scored it, it was a bonus. But you played for the draw, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't think we played to win, do you know what I mean? And I think Arteta knows. And didn't he like, say in the press conference before, sorry, about how he, he said hit, um, it's a free hit? So yeah, he, I think his right. mindset before the game. But look, I, I don't think you should ever approach a football game like that. You, you play your way. I would you agree never as well. Change, the thing is, look at the size of Arsenal for Football team. Club. Like, you're meant to be the third biggest club in England. And when your manager's coming out saying that this is a free hit, that... No, that could never be my my club or my manager. Even yeah, when like, Liverpool were at their worst, we've never. You had an expensive like, lineup if you think about it. Exactly. Like yeah, they definitely. were, they, they were playing a seventy-two million pound winger. <laughs> uh, a free fifty uh, Pepe, a week. Yeah. Uh, um, Aubameyang, who just signed a deal, who I knew was going to not turn up this season after he signed that deal. Hundred percent. And I can get onto that later. Um, and Lacar, like those aren't cheap players. Those aren't crap players. You you play three players who Odegaard, who's supposed to be the next big thing, then the the bringing back the number ten role. And yeah, no, I I, I think oh, Thomas Partey. If Saka was playing, you know, people look, love to say Thomas Partey is better than Thiago. I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> different players, different players, but Fabinho showed party how it is like how it's done and the party is very far from Fabinho like very far nah, would, in, in clock very far he can't control a game yeah I would say that he can't control a game like that I would agree with everything you guys said except from the party thing I think that's quite unfair criticism because party's in a way shitter team than you man in. do you know what I mean I think Fabinho and guys like Thiago have a lot more support, a better defence, a better manager, a, a lot of better things going for them than Thomas Party having holding and chambers. Yeah, of course. But but I always say this: you switch Party and Fabinho, that game can be completely different. We could have even probably lost that if Fabinho was playing for you guys instead. Yeah, because yeah, the way um, he was, it is a way yeah. he under pre- like when you pressured him, he was able to get out of the situation, and the way he stopped everything, like on. Um, Every counter-attack you lot had, he was always the one that stopped it. Mm. And it just goes to show that Klopp should, should be playing him in midfield this whole time mm. and forget and just play centre-backs and kids in centre-back. Like, don't sacrifice your midfield, which is for me why we've been crap. Yeah. And it's I actually think slowly that, um, Yeah, like, I actually think that Arsenal's team is worse than people even think it is. Do you know what I mean? It's like, even though, like... Pepe and Abamyang and Lacar, these guys are on high wages and these guys should be better. Definitely. Pepe is a complete flop. Abamyang should have never signed that contract. That's completely Arsenal's fault. Mm. Um, but I think people, it's like, how do I explain it? It's like, do you know when players get to a certain point in their career where they give up? And I think one of the things that's really underestimated is that players lose players lose motivation and not fighting for anything. And I think it's really disgraceful to do that. I'm not backing them and saying that that that's an excuse. I don't think mm. Lacquer has done that. But I think Pepe clearly just wants to play for fun. And I think Aubameyang can't handle the responsibility given to him 100%. Yeah, he just um, doesn't He doesn't feel like a captain when I watch him on the pitch. He just seems yeah. very lethargic, very disinterested in what's going on around do you know, him. Do you, know when, um, do you know when 2018, when Alexis Sanchez clearly wanted to leave in the summer and we forced him to stay till January? Mm. You like when you watched him play, you probably couldn't tell that he even wanted to leave because he played so hard. Do you know what I mean? You are not saying that you like you are not seeing that from guys like guys like Abamian. Do you know what I mean? You're not you're not seeing it. Even Coutinho. Like yeah, man. But when Coutinho Honestly. wanted to leave, this guy was still still our best player that season. Actually, like, exactly. his best form came at the yeah. The first, like the wh- first wh- whether it is that he's probably auditioning, yeah. or or what it is, but it just shows it might be a work ethic because I know, for example, South American players, it's very hit and yeah, miss. That's true. You get you can get a Neymar, or you can get someone like a Sanchez or Coutinho that will just work hard no matter what, mm-hmm. kind of thing, and yeah. Yeah, it just I I I don't know. I, I 
I personally, I don't, I'm not, I've never been a huge fan of Aubameyang. I've always thought he was that type of guy that if he's too often, he, he, he doesn't do anything in the game to change it unless he's at the end of it. And if you take that away from him, then he's got nothing. nothing. He's got nothing got to offer nothing except for that one move of the cutting in and then banging it. Yeah. And it, and I feel like defenders <clears throat> now clocked how to do that. And that's what separates him from, let's say, like a Salah, who will, yeah, he always cuts into his left, but then he will always try something different, or he will always try to do something different. He'll try to get into the game. He'll try to get into the game. Try to get onto yeah. the ball. He'll do, be doing something. I'll know? be honest. Salah was shocking that game. Mane, Mane, Mane was probably even Firmino was really good in my opinion in terms of like building the play. And he had a good first half, but I kept saying to myself, just put in Jota and we finish this. 100%. We don't need him on the bench. The whole game, I was literally crying out and just saying, just add Jota to this and we're going to score. They're there for the taking. And it's what happened. Mm. And then you free up Salah. Salah gets his chance. And you put it away. Um, he didn't dive. He, 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 didn't he dive. scores literally the, the hardest chance for him. He missed the one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Down. But no, I'm, I'm glad he that got was, um, you know, on you know, on Salah's goal, though, I think that was terrible keeping and defending as well. Oh, yeah, um, do you know, oh, I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm, gonna ask, I'm gonna ask each of you then. We're gonna go through it goal by goal. So, the first one, um, who scored again? It was Jota. Dre, explain to me what happened for that one, the header and the train. Um, simply, yeah, I think it was a like, again, it was a combination of fantastic play from Liverpool and terrible play from Arsenal. Trent did put in a a, a very high, I was saying, like, high-quality cross um, to be able to put it in a, like, in an area for someone to possibly get on it. Um, Aubameyang was very slow getting to the ball, very lethargic. And then he put it into Jota, who is, for me, a through-and-through striker, poacher, and I think he's only going to get better. And I was shocked to hear that he's only 24 think he's going to go on to do big things and I think he could actually replace Roberto Firmino and I think it's really bad for Holden and Gabriel to be beaten like that by, by a small player mm. and and this and it's the second time Holden's done that because he done the same to Raheem Sterling who scored against him he, so, I don't think he got beaten he misjudged it like it yeah. went over his head like he missed his header and then it gave Jota like he basically had a free head I don't think he didn't get out jumped like Jota didn't out jump him like he was pretty much the same height it's just yeah. Holding miss completely missed the header. Yeah, yeah. I think Holding sh- like I think Holding should have got should have got it though because he's like six foot three. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah, like, yeah, no, of course. Like or oh, yeah. or just take learn to measure the flight of a ball. Like yeah. that's one of the main things you get taught as a centre back when you're growing up in the academies and stuff is to not, to judge the ball and the flight of it and always get your head to it, mm, know yeah. where it's gonna land for like your height. Where he was, in my opinion, he was just too far forward. If he just taken like two steps back, he would have outjumped Jota and cleared it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But with the second goal, uh, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you take us through this, Jay. The uh, I think it was um, the Mo Salah one. Gabriel. Oh Great yeah, uh, lastly, sorry, uh, oh, Leno. Yeah. You didn't yeah. chat about Leno for that other goal, Jay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, with, should, yeah. What for the first one? Yeah, the, the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he did make a mistake in that, didn't he? Yeah, like. He has to be strong with his hand. He has to be strong with his hand. And you know what? With like Leno, um, I came into the season thinking that people were quite unfairly comparing Martinez and Leno because Leno has a lot more experience. And if you gave me the choice, I'd still pick Leno just because of his experience. But I don't think Leno is anywhere near world class anymore. Mm. Um, And I think Martinez is going to surpass him if he hasn't already. And I think if... Like, let's say Arsenal were in an ideal situation. Obviously, we don't have the funds to do this. I would love to go out and get a better keeper. Because I, I think I think the goalkeeper is the most underrated position in the team. When you look at City, Joe mm. Hart gone, Edison in, things change. When you look at Liverpool, um, who, was, who was the last Al- guy? Um, yeah. Mignele or Carrius. Yeah, Carrius gone, Alisson comes in, things change. It's like, when you have a top keeper that you know is safe with the ball... And is a and is a world class top keeper. It changes your defense because they take a lot more risks. They're not as pressurized defending. Do you know what I mean? And having Leno in goal, I thought he was better than this. But he's made a few consistent mistakes where he's putting it. He's put himself in a position where he has to prove himself now. And I, I just personally think he's he's just 
he's just a good keeper, to be honest. Mm. Okay, that's fair enough. Mm. Uh, Jay, the second goal, talk to me. Yeah, so just to add on to that, yeah, so I, I think, look look at what Guardiola did. He bought in Edison, he broke the bank for like the 100th time with Man City, but he noticed that if you're going to win things now, you have to break the bank for the best keepers around. You could be very, very lucky and get an all black. Mm. But right now, if you if you want to now compete and be at the top, you need to be going for those main, main goalkeepers. My opinion, apparently, the De Gea is not doing so good at Man United. Apparently, they want him out. I know he has his errors, but he's the type of keeper that can still save you points. And, and his recent form has actually been, been decent. Yeah, and he's someone that Arsenal could do a madness and just go and sign. Yeah. Mm. You need to you need to break the bank for a keeper now. You've seen it. We we tried to do something smart with carriers, but we had Minile. We bought in carriers for less than Minile. I think it was like seven million. Yeah, it's quite short. And 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 Klopp was ruthless. He saw, look, no, one he was decent for us on the running, but after the final, Klopp oh. knew the knew the situation. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he had to go. Bought in Allison, and it's no coincidence that all of a sudden we've won a Champions League, we won a league, like we've been winning trophies yeah, it's true. consistently at the top it's not a coincidence it's true and I felt like I felt like you had a good keeper in Martinez I was actually fearing him at times because there was times when I just felt like we couldn't score against this guy but with Leno I don't I don't have that fear like when we played Atletico Madrid my fear was Oblak he mm. was the one that was fearing me. oh he saved them so many times exactly whereas us. we yeah. play when we play Arsenal I remember I think he was in the charity shield. I was fearing Martinez. I don't get, I don't feel that sense of fear when we play against Leno. I know we will score against the guy. He's not the type of keeper who will put fear in the opponent, in my opinion. 100%. But yeah. Um, but yeah, regarding that second goal, I think Gabriel fucked it up. He, I highly rate. Shocking game, though. And that can happen. Like, it. It shows that he's a good to almost a really, really good centre back. Mm. Not yet there at the elite, but you can tell this. You can tell he's got good reading of the game and stuff. But his head went. I what think he cleared I it think, to Trent. Yeah, what hurts him is that he's not been partnered with David Luiz, who, as much as we all like mm. to crap on him, the rated player. Yeah, he's been actually See, playing I, well I, this I season. Rate, I rate him defensively, but he's got the Lovren gene. Uh, a, that, you know that love and dream that a lot of centre backs have. Ramos has it. It's true. Um, Puyol had it. It's like this this gene that, and a lot of centre backs have it, where they just think, "Fuck it, let me just go and run for the ball and see what happens." Kind yeah. of thing, and not fit. And that's what separates the Van Dykes, in my opinion. Who are just really level headed. Yeah. Really yeah. And it's like people will criticize Van Dyke because he Messi was one on one with him, and he told Robertson to come get Messi and let him go back into his position. Mm. Imagine he d- dives in, Messi goes past him, then what? He, Messi's now got through, is now through on goal. Literally. And, and that's like that gene that these centre-backs sometimes have. But then again, Luis has that a lot, but I really, really, really rated him. I've always rated him. I thought he's such a good centre-back. He's just got that moment where he thinks, fuck it, I'm David Luis, let me do something stupid. <laughs> Kind of the thing. things actually you can see it in his head when he's about to do something just the yeah, clock start yeah. turning and he's like you know what yeah let me just do let me do a madness yeah right let, let's just do something let, do you know like I'm the, getting bored let, yeah yeah I let's actually think spice that, um, this game up do you know what's do, do you know what's crazy now I, I think this is more of a detriment to Arsenal and their signings but if let's say if you was to make a squad from like 2009 or in the whole Emirates era mm. of centre backs, you'll probably put David Luiz in the first team next to Koscielny. Because <laughs> I mean, he was, he's won trophies. He, he's got he's he's got he's got the he's got the CV yeah. for it. Like, who else are you gonna put there? What Murtasaka, Scalacci? Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. he's and and that's and, and that shows you everything you need to know. Yeah, about Arsenal. And I, do you know what? Yeah, I think Arsenal should take Liverpool as a very good model for a club that. Hasn't done the whole city thing, hasn't done the whole um, Chelsea thing, but just one thing's bought the right players, pushed through the right mm. players in the academy, 
got the right coach and done it that way and then when you get the trophies because technically Man United done that as well won all their trophies and then became rich but uh, you know one I mean? of the main mm. thing is selling well you see your dead wood yeah. the problem is with Arsenal yeah. is that they'll sell their, their dead wood for like a couple million like five or six million now like we've, we've sold who's the latest biggest signing that we, we got rid of Rian Brewster didn't we sell him for like 20 or 25 million yeah 25 million hasn't scored a goal yet Exactly. You know what, yeah. Like, do you know what? Yeah, I actually realized when the day I realized Liverpool were fantastic at selling players is when they sold Benteke for thirty-two million. Them, like, <laughs> they they did they yeah. bought for. I was like, how did they do that? For for, for me, it was <laughs> Ivan Solank for yeah. thirty-five million for both. I was like, okay, no, we're, we're taking the piss out. Of <laughs> yeah. Like, but but that's the thing. It's like we bought in. I feel like. Even when once you do that, then you can also then end up buying players like Thiago. Thiago would never have come to us if we haven't won the Premier League or the Champions League before that. Yeah. He would have gone to well. City or he would have just gone back to Barca or stayed at Bayern. It was mm. being clever with recruiting players can get you that that star man because Thiago's got that X factor. Yeah, against Arsenal, people will highlight Fabinho's performance because yes, he was probably the best player on the pitch in terms of stopping everything. Mm. But we dominated the midfield complete so many times. So if I just tried to touch Thiago and Thiago would be like one would just faint from one side to the other. Yeah, he's just one step past ahead every time. Whereas I know certain players in our team, like Genie or Jones, would, would just not do that or just pass it back or take an be extra a bit scared touch. of that. Yeah, take an extra touch where Thiago would see it first. And it's like that's the X factor that Thiago brings to us. Mm. He keeps things like ticking to a point where keeps it moving, keeps it moving. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But speaking of uh, being able to keep the ball moving and keeping it well, Arsenal's third goal. I, I, I have a a little gripe with Gabriel about this. What was he doing? Was he just passing it in hope? Like he was under a bit of pressure. This is this is a prime example of Liverpool's counter pressing. You lot have this goal kick, and I've been saying it to many Arsenal fans. When teams that are passing out from the back, you need the right personnel to be able to accomplish that sort of thing to do. And like, there'll be so many Arsenal fans telling me, no, but we do it well, this, that. I remember at the beginning of the season, Arsenal versus, or Liverpool versus Arsenal. Arsenal were trying it. And because they were getting past the first, um, like, line of, of defence and Salah, Mane and Firmino, they thought they were doing it well. But I'm like, a lot of your build-up is being broken down in the midfield. So you playing out the back is not really doing anything. Because if you're not getting past the halfway line of you're playing out from the back, what's the point? And I saw it in the first game earlier this season. And a lot of Arsenal fans didn't take me seriously. This game, you saw it even more clear. You don't have the players for the type of system that you want to play. Uh, Gabriel got onto the ball. He was... You know, I don't know what he was thinking. He tried to lift it over Salah and then bam, interception mm. from Trent. Trent gets the ball, passes it to, I forgot who he passed it to. Probably. Salah, I think. Yeah, Salah. Back to Salah. Salah slips it through. Mane takes like a half touch and Jota puts it away. That's just a prime example of Liverpool keeping on the pressure and Arsenal not knowing what to do when under pressure. And to be honest, we wasn't like, we've had significantly better games so the fact that Arsenal just didn't know what to do kind of it kind of scared me because I I made a bold prediction uh, last week, didn't I, Dre, about Arsenal? Mm. I was like, I don't think these guys will get top four for many, many, many years, and you could just see how far they are from it. I feel like, and I think I was telling this to Dre and like a, another couple friends as well. I was like, why on earth did Party join Arsenal? Like, what did he see in the team that made him think, yeah, you know, this is a project I, I, I want to be a part of? I feel, I feel like it's a bit of Atletico Madrid didn't want him either. I think he fell out with um, El nah, Cholo, nah, with Simeone. Arsenal not gonna, teams, though. Nah, I, I need to I'm not going to lie. I've, see, I've seen him in Spain and I've, he's never convinced me, like never truly convinced me as that, Oh, Jay, that man, come on, bro. You're I'm a sorry, man sorry. to the ground, bro. He's, he's <laughs> very That's good. Thomas Partey, fam. And Thomas Huber, I, I just I've got? never, yeah, like he ain't got that CV for me. And I've seen, I, I watched a lot of La Liga, dad's yeah. Spanish. I watched a lot of La Liga, and honestly, 
I've seen Atletico Madrid. I've seen him play. And he looks decent when your team is very defensive. Very defensive. And he's, he's like the Basumas, these Ndidis, where they're just destroyers. Mm. Then when you ask them to yeah. bring it forward, if, if they sometimes do it well, don't get it twisted, especially on the counterattacks. But then when you need to then break down a team or control a game, then you, you don't go to them to control a game. You don't you don't don't expect him to control a game, and I feel like he's the he's a good player, but for the wrong team. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't that's, think that's perfect. Do you know what? I think Shaka suits your team better. <laughs> that, that's and, no, 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 he does because he he actually has better. Fo- he's he's got better football. Put it like this: if you put Shaka and Party in one player, mm. that's a that's a world class player you've got on your hand. It's true, but. And that's why they seem okay when they play together as well. But that's the issue. One's more with that Shaka. He can, he can control a game technically on a football stance because I think his he's, he's got the vision. Really his passing is great. He's for some reason got a Lovren gene, even though he's not a centre back. <laughs> where he does his little madnesses. You know, that's a challenge. We need to list off all the players that have the Lovren gene in them. In them. Uh, on it, on it. I feel like every centre back has it, and like. The, <laughs> I'm probably being 100 percent biased, but I feel like the only player who I've seen that like will never have it or rarely have it is Van Dijk. Yeah. He's like the only player I've seen <laughs> currently. Even the great centre backs, even players like Terry mm. Vidic. Vidic. Vidic was the creator of the Lovren gene. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was. <a> Lovren <laughs> he was just. A, he's a very. He he remi- Vidic remi- reminds me of David Luiz in the sense that he will do something stupid and crazy, and. You can call it a passion merchant. He'll put his head to the like head on the floor and try and stop a shot. But that's not great defending. Great defending is reading the game before that, not having to put your your balls on the line because you fucked up from before. You're gonna have a lot of United fans hating you, for I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> that is their legend, their hero. You know. <laughs> you know what? With better. um, was better than. Yeah, Fernandinho. Torres takes him out for walks every day in a park. <laughs> Oh, you got man. Has him on the leash. You're gonna, you're gonna get bare Man United fans. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh. Do you know what though? With um Thomas Party, yeah. Yeah. So per- personally, for me, um, I think Party is a world class player, but I think he's world class at what he does, and I think Arsenal have asked him to do too much. And when he's trying to do the whole ball carrying and all that, and then it doesn't look great because he doesn't have anyone next to him. Mm. Which mm. I mean, it's like if he had, let's say. Um, the only person I can think of off the top of my head is someone like a Scholes or someone like that who's playing the ball next to him. Do you know what I mean? And then he would purely just be that pure destroyer there. And yeah, he's not as good as Fernandinho or um, Fabinho, but I definitely think he's one of the best at doing that. Um, and I think that's why Arsenal bought But that's what I'm saying. And- so, 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 so is Basuma, so is Ndidi at Leicester, Basuma at Brighton. Yeah. He, he and, will suit um, those teams. He will be amazing in those teams because they don't ask him to. They, they don't ask him to do that. They'll ask him to just stop, like stop the attack, and just give it to the defenders or give it to someone, and that's all you need to do. But yeah. with, with the way Arsenal want to play, he needs to add more to his game. But, need, we, but, and, but even with like, like even with the way he plays, he can pass the ball. He does do a lot of through balls from his position. He isn't the best at doing it. I think we ask him to do it too much. Mm. And I think Shaka does compliment him in that regard where he can... They compliment each other. I will him. say, you lot miss Shaka. You lot did miss Shaka. Yeah, 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 yeah they did. Definitely. You, you could, that's what I'm saying. You, could, you, you, you basically ask Partey to try and control a midfield by with himself. Ceballos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And basically by himself. It's a pile of shit at the moment. So, As I say, Ceballos, every time he tried to close down Thiago, Thiago was like, I'm not even there, mate. Like, <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah, that's the shadows all game. I think um with like so to so what to what Daz was saying about him coming and top four and all that. So um personally for me, I think the reason Pi came was because Arteta convinced him of the plan in the future. And I think he more invested into what we could be rather than what we are now. Mm. Did um, you have faith in the plan? Um I have faith in Arteta. I think if we get rid of Arteta, then I don't have faith in them or we're fucked. Like, pers- like personally for me because I haven't seen a guy come in with this much passion to do a long-term thing in a long time bro. 
Um, passion's all well and good. I, if I, if nah, you man. if you gave me the Liverpool job, do you know how passionate I'll be? I'm still. No, but it isn't. But it's, but it's like for me, um, I am seeing the progression, progression in the team to show me that there will be a future. Yes, I know we're tenth or ninth. I know where we played shit. You but, didn't see the but, graphic of Arteta's first twenty games. No, nah, man. But it's like okay, so if so, let's say. This was Klopp's first season, yeah, or mm. first season after COVID. Let's so let's give let's give Klopp Leno Chambers holding, um, Keane um, um, injured, Partey Sabios. Let's give Klopp and Guardiola in in the Klopp's first season the that yeah. like that like that same team. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that they would do worse or better. I'm just saying that. That isn't Arteta's fault, the fact that Arsenal already had a shit team and that the board don't want to buy in better players. That's true. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. and like and like that's why I'm always defending him, is because if Arsenal want to bring in an inexperienced manager, you need to back him even more than an experienced manager. You need to, because otherwise, why did you bring him in? Like you might as well have just kept Emery. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's that's why my- I'm not saying it's completely his fault. I know he needs to be better, but we need to understand that this is his first proper season and he really does have shit players like our team is absolutely dreadful like awful that like, is it is it is really bad and like i actually think that arsenal haven't haven't underperformed at all i just think our players are ninth our ninth table shit and i, <laughs> I like i generally feel that yeah mm. no, I, I hear that i feel, I feel like he also the, the issue with arteta he he has his there's this thing like ah Managers have their, their little love trial. I don't know why. Like, I remember Luis Enrique at Barcelona is Sergio Roberto. It, Klops is Milner or Lalana. Guardiola's is, um, it's like Fernandinho's. Yeah. And like, I feel like Arteta got that from Guardiola where he has his little love child and he loves playing them. For example, whenever I see Bellerin play, he's not a footballer. He's not a professional footballer. <laughs> <in my opinion. laughs> Oh, he's man. awful. He 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 does certain things well, but what you need as a fullback, he's not good enough to play in that position. Mm. He he gets done easily, and every time he attacks, I kid you not, all he does is cut back, pass it back to whoever is the winger or whoever's there. If it's Mifro or Saka, and let and he'd be like Saka, you do it because mm. I'm too he's shit to do anything. In his, in his crossing, yeah, where. And I, he always plays him. I've always said Suarez is a better player mm. uh, than Cedric Suarez, but he, for some reason, he was still insisting Bellerin. Now he's probably going to have to play Bellerin um, against whoever uh, I think the racist team Prague. <laughs> and that's the funniest thing. That's that's it's funny because that's the that's the probably the only game that everyone's going to support Arsenal, and we all know that Prague is winning that game because it's just the most typical thing now is for Arsenal to let everyone down. They let the fans down, <laughs> and now. Yeah. It won't shock me that them like I don't have faith in them, but I really do want to see Arsenal versus um Una Emery, uh VRL. Oh, I would love to see that. That'd be amazing, hundred percent. And then lose because it will be hilarious. <laughs> but but that's only for my entertainment value. Honestly, if you don't win the Europa League, it won't be a bad season. It'll actually be a yeah. great success. He needs to but win. Just, but yeah, yeah. I feel does. like. You either win. I feel like now, um, Arteta is gonna not even. It's gonna try and finish as low as possible, so he's not even in the conference, uh, European Conference League, mm. that they're gonna do next season as well. So What's I think that? you need to finish. Oh, I think it's they may third. have postponed that. No. Oh, have they? I'll, I'll, there was I'll a lot of it. there was a lot of plans. Uh, I'm not confirming or denying anything, but I heard that a lot of their plans for how they want to change the Champions League or. Adding extras have been postponed by like a year mm. because of COVID or something like that. Oh, okay. It's ba- um, it's basically the third like division of the European trophies. It's, it's so you've got the Champions the League, Europa League, won. and then you've got the European Conference League. Yeah. Oh god, it's the equivalent of what you lot won back in the day. So, yeah, it's basically like the, cup, super, uh, the, cup, the cup winners' cup. Yeah, but instead of winning a cup, I think you're in it if you're ninth or like, yeah, just further below in the league. But if you win it, you get Champions League, though. You probably get your <laughs> no, I think you, you get your League. Great. 
Yeah. Probably and then if you win Europa League, you get Champions League. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I think they change it. I, th- I don't know if they they've hundred percent confirmed the Champions League change, but if they have, then I don't think we even need to qualify and we'll be in it because of our yeah. Yeah, which I I still think is stupid. Even if it helps us, I still think it's stupid. Yeah, it I, ruins I, the leagues. It it spits in the face of what football's all about. You have to. Yeah. I don't care how big your club is. You have to earn the right to play. Yeah, you have to earn. Yeah, you have to mm. earn to be in it. But it's because of the whole power shift, and it's like threatening with this European Super League, which is also stupid. But yeah, yeah I think we went off topic there. Ah, but um, bring it back. But yeah. with, with with Arsenal, I, I, there's there's because I've been because obviously COVID, I've I've been focusing a lot of my attention on Arsenal them trash. on United. But that's the thing. There will be games, and I'm like, wow, these are amazing. And then there's days, days where I'm thinking, wow, are these not even a Premier League team? <laughs> they like, can be very hot and cold. I can't even yeah. say anything to that. Yeah. But that's but that's the thing. You could you could be world beaters one day, and then and you, and the fact is that you can even have that in the game. Like against West Ham, the first 30 minutes, I didn't even watch. And I saw you lot losing 3-0. And then I thought, screw it, let me watch it a bit. From the minute I watched it, which when, when you were losing 3-0, you lot were amazing. Like, I'm not even Shit. trying to take the piss. You were so good. And I was so impressed with Odegaard. I was like, Jesus Christ, how were these lot losing 3-0 a minute ago? Mm. And you got that 3-3. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing with your season. It's very inconsistent. And it's down to the fact that you've got some really good players and then some players who Shikes. aren't going to make it. 100%. So... This is not just a uh, Arsenal versus Liverpool podcast, but there were other very yeah, big results that happened this week. You rinse an Arsenal. 100%. This is Arsenal base pod. But the Chelsea game, did you not get to see that? Oh, yes, I did. Bruh. What, like, you know what it was? High quality goals yeah. from us, bro. It's unbelievable. Mm. Like, I, I, I didn't get to watch it. I watched the last 10 minutes because I, I watched, watched the first 10 minutes. Mm. I watched the first 10 minutes saw Ch- like uh, first 20 minutes saw, as soon as Chelsea scored went back to bed <laughs> no, I, you woke up, and I woke up and I heard the TV and I could hear um, Werner scoring or assisting or something like that and I was like oh, I bet you it's 5-0 I go on flash score and I see uh, I see 4-2 and I was like what? <laughs> and I go to the living room I check and then my dad's like yeah Thiago Silva got red card I was like what? wait what? and then yeah, yeah I saw the highlights after uh, like the commentary thing when they were showing all the goals after and stuff and I was like raw okay so like literally like from the beginning of the game I, it was very even if anything I think West Brom was slightly the better team they were creating like half chances and stuff and Chelsea was still in the game and they got their goal and it was a decent goal to be fair. Um I forgot who scored it. Can anyone remember? Um Pulisic. Pulisic. Yeah, from yeah. The free kick. Yeah, the rebound. rebound. Yeah. And then yeah, you ha- put it back in the rebound. But then after that, and when Thiago um got sent off, it was his Lovren jeans. Lovren jeans. Telling again. you, man. Like and they hit the crossbar. They were just dominating the whole match. And each counter attacking goal that they scored, it was it was like prime Barca, just the way they passed the ball. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. all knew where each other were. They was countering just, them a lot. Just goes to show that if 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 Bilic was still the manager, they'll probably be higher up. Mm-hmm. Because they have players that would probably prefer to play like that than have to defend the whole game. Yeah. With yeah. Big Sam in, no, but as a manager. Sam, we trust in it. <laughs> I How don't. I never have. Oh, no, I think they're still getting relegated. I think it's still over for them. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, that's, the, that's the issue. They're still, and I remember listening to TalkSport um, at work when they sacked them, uh, sacked Village after the Man City game. Yeah. And all the West Brom man, um, own, um, fans were pissed. And then when they heard that Sam was going to be the manager, they were angry. And rightly so. Like, what's the point? Because with Sam, you know what you're going to get and you're most likely still going to get relegated at this point because th- that football is done. It's dusted. You don't play that football no more. You have mm. to, if you want to play that football, you still need to incorporate the passing to get up the field. But hoofing it just don't work no more like that. You still need skillful players. And with Billish, I, I felt like they still had a chance. They just beat City. They did? No, didn't they draw? Nothing. Either draw or beat City. Yeah, he got a result against them, but then he still got yeah. sacked. I remember that. Yeah. And then he got sacked like the day after, or like 
in the evening. Mm. But regardless, I felt the main thing for me in that game was just highlighting Reese James and what an idiot Southgate is. <laughs> you know, I don't like, mind. If, if you don't want to bring Trent, that's fine. He can rest that Melwood. You know, you yeah. can... Yeah, no, but, obviously there's, but it's just like. But for Trent's sake, that was like. like I've, I've never been a massive fan of England, mainly because of the football they play. It's just you can't. Like I was born here, so you'd think that, but because so, I'm Spanish, I see I, Spain. I you see, you see Spain play, and you're like, <laughs> England actually f- now have players to do this. Mm. They fucked it by thinking Lampard was a CM and playing him next to Gerard and scores on the wing. That was retarded. That that should have always been Lampard as a second striker. Put Gerrard in midfield with skulls. That's what they should have done in that golden generation. They've got another golden generation and it's going to be ruined by Southgate by not picking Grealish, by picking Walker, who ain't been that good. And Trent, who, yeah, had a dip in form, but when you look to his left, he's got either Reese Williams or... Nat Phillips, who now looks good, or he's always got a random person next to him. He's always being asked to defend. And defensively, he's, in my opinion, he's very underrated. And like I was saying to you before, when he plays against top-level players, he seems to always have them in his pocket. It's when he plays those random wingers from like a Crystal Palace, like an Eze or Lookman, or one of these wingers, he seems a bit like he underestimates them. Like he thinks, oh, it's going to be easier because I've done it against Sane. I've done it against, I've done it against Aubameyang. I've done it against all these top players. I can do it against you and then he'll get done. Mm. But he brings that quality that I think you need as a fullback nowadays. And for me, he's the best right back in the country. Oh, 100%. 100%. And to not pick him and to still, and then people, I know a guy, I think you know him as well. Yep. That thinks Reese James is going to be better or is better than Trent right now. Yeah, who's that? that? <laughs> mutual friend, that? mutual friend. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> do you watch football? Are you watching these games? They want to react. That's all it is. They yeah, want they want to bite. They want to bite. But even Southgate wanted everyone to bite with that decision. And I just think that's the main thing for me in that game. Mm. And now I don't mind getting them, but I will still prefer Porto if we beat Madrid. Yeah, 100%. Like that, that's because, going to be a huge game on Tuesday. Yeah, for, for me, this is a real test mm. of what our team is like because in the Champions League, it was always down to fans. And it's true. that The whole point of the Champions League was your way legs. Mm. If, you, if, you had the, if your team had the bottle and if your whole club and like fan base had the bottle in the home leg to bring the atmosphere, and it was always hard the way legs because of the atmosphere you go to. With no atmosphere, it's not really the Champions League anymore, but it's now who's got the better team, who's got the better squad. Like, all, and I feel like form is very much in, like, it's very central, cent, like, central focus. Whereas form before, it could be, you could be playing shit, but you have that home leg, you have the fans behind you, you can do amazing. It's true. It's true. I think looking at Chelsea now, with all the results that happened over the weekend, it's really opened up the top four race. In my opinion. Oh yeah. I saw the table. I didn't realize that Spurs, Liverpool, and I think other teams are on the same amount of points. Aston Villa um, as well, West Ham. Yeah, West Ham, Everton. I just like this Everton game. I didn't even realize Calvert Lewin missed the one on one. Richarlison missed the one on one. They look like they're struggling in that game. Mm-hmm. But um, if they get the win, I think they go above Spurs and yeah, and us. Yeah, and us. But uh, the thing is, I've seen the running for all the teams, and on paper, we have the easiest games. Yeah, they all have to play. Like each most other. Of, they're all playing each other. They're all playing. I think Man. I think most of them are playing Man City as well. Who, even when they're not even bothered, like against Leicester, they'll still win. This is gonna be so weird. Like rooting for City to just go mm. clear and beat everyone. <laughs> we need it though. But my, my, but I'm scared because I feel like if they carry on this whoever gets them the end of the season will probably get free hits yeah because they'll folk but that's what i'm hoping dortmund and Haaland does the business but i have no faith in them <laughs> i think yeah they, yeah, they no. probably won't but uh, apparently but yeah, Sancho's so, injured. Paper, yeah yeah, yeah he? he's been injured yeah, yeah. Injured. and declan rice got injured as well for west ham he's so, out for four um, weeks yeah so they might struggle now they might stop off. I I never ever now, wish now, injury on a player. Now other teams are going to 
like realize what it's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, whenever I feel... hear like other teams get injuries, I, I'm like, I hold no sympathy for you. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Right. I used to, I used to be like, oh, that's a bit shit, but now it's like, okay. Yeah, apparently no excuse, right? And it's still, no, and it's still not as bad as what we've had to go through, but it's cool. Mm. <laughs> we just sound so heartless. <laughs> no, like yeah, it's it's. What, everyone was heartless us. with us. Yeah, every, everyone was saying, "Oh, we're just shit." It's not the injuries. Well, okay, cool. Let's yeah. see what it's like now. Well, we've got still not a full strength team, mm. but at least we don't have injuries in midfield or at the front anymore. Apart from Henderson, at least we've actually got a team now cover. with centre backs. It's true. it's true. See, and now look at the difference. Last three games, freaking clean sheets. It's starting to look a bit different now. It's starting to look different. Uh, the last big game that we'll look at, I guess, is the Spurs game. Oh, I thought he was going to say C. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, it's it's a big game, but as, as one of my mates said, watching City, they're just annoyingly good. They, they don't play pretty football. They just get the job done because they've got players of higher quality. And they just say, um, would you say that City's better than the Liverpool team last year? Well, Liverpool team last year won the Premier League, so I, I, we had more points. Liverpool yeah, we, team last season had a better, had more points than they do at this stage. It's true. Just putting that out there, yeah. City had a really Liverpool bad team start. last season. <laughs> if it weren't for Adrian, we would have probably been semi-finalists at least of the Champions League. Hundred percent. At least, if it yes. weren't for Adrian. But you've got so to good. include the Adrian tax. Adrian tax is a mad one that people don't get, but it's it's true. It exists. When it you is. play Adrian, you're conceding a chance. If players like Joe Gomez, who's like the most calm, professional footballer, he just goes, does his job, goes back home to his wife and kid, just chills. If you're stressing him out, <laughs> you must be a special kind of player. Like. Yeah. We've got the Lovren gene and the and the Adrian tax, honestly. <laughs> and that that's that's for that that's what ruined our season last season, in my opinion. But yeah. But yeah, at the nice. end of the day, the fact that we're still that that we've even been competing with a city team that can buy Ake for forty million at the beginning of the season, give him basically a two game trial, see his shit, and then go and buy Diaz for sixty million a week later. I forgot you played. We're for competing. You know? pe- pe- people forget that we're competing against that, and we've been almost always with them for the past four seasons, like competing with that. Whether it's in the Champions League or in the league, we we're always like neck and neck with them, and no team I think could do that yeah. in today without having to spend the money that they spend as well. It's nice, no, true, it's so true, but. I think we we made a comparison slightly earlier between Arteta and Mourinho. The problem with Spurs, and I saw the game, I think they went 1-0 down. Harry Kane scored a, a half-decent brace to go 2-1 up. And then calamity at the back with Sanchez once again. On on the pod, I think Ify made a claim that Sanchez was one of the worst centre-backs in the Premier League. And it's just showing now. Um, In the interview, Mourinho was saying that you know, the difference is, is the players because everywhere Mourinho goes, he has a solid defensive team. And it's just here that he hasn't had it. <laughs> his words, his words. So I want to ask you, what do you think Spurs needs to do apart from just buy a player? Well, what do you need to Mourinho. do to save their season? Jose Mourinho. Get rid of Mourinho. He's rubbish. Dinosaur. Jose I never Mourinho. rated him. Never will rate him. Never rate his football. <laughs> football is dead to me. Dinosaur tactics. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and like just the way he throws his team under the bus, it's, I haven't seen him. That's what he'll do. Well. He'll come, he'll come, he might do one great season for you. One great thing for you. But the other three seasons he's there, he'll do nothing and then leave your team in a pile of shit. Mm. People always say, oh, at least Guard- Guardiola's got all this money at Man City. Jose Mourinho outspent him at United yeah, and still couldn't even come money. Mourinho and, and still money. and still couldn't and still couldn't compete with him mm. he came here he caught the Premier League by surprise with Chelsea but then Sir Alex Ferguson done his Sir Alex Ferguson thing spoke to the FA spoke to the referees and <laughs> came back done his business mm. drove him out of the, out of England 
Guardiola drove him out of Spain. Klopp drove him out of England again, out of Chelsea. And now... At United. I think now it, was, it was after the loss to Liverpool that made him got, get fired. For United and uh, with Chelsea when he came back the second season. Yeah. The second time, I mean. Second time, yeah. We yeah. beat Chelsea and he got sacked again. And now Arteta <laughs> basically put the nail in the coffin for me. Even if they're in front of them, he's ha- he's he's got a better... It, their squad is better than Arsenal's squad and... Way better. But, but the fact that I still think Arsenal play better football, look better. Mm. Yeah, I just don't like Marina. Just yeah. put it that way. And I think it's going to be the downfall of Spurs. I don't think that... I don't even think they're going to win the final. I don't think that... He'll probably win the final now after all the shit I've just said. <laughs> but you can when win the, the Carabao Cup. You can win. God knows it's the Carabao Cup. April, I, I don't May. take that... I can't, <laughs> can't take that competition serious. But we've won that competition the most out of any club. I know, I know, that's, that's our irony. And I, and I do not take it serious. <laughs> I swear City's won it more than you. No, no, no we, we, we've won it the most. Yeah. They've just won it for like the past four years, which is a lot. Yeah, I think if they win it like, no, I think if they win it like three, two, three more times, they'll, they'll catch up to us. Mm. And I'm talking about Carabao. If they want to win the league, they need to win the league about 16 more times and then they can catch up to us. Yeah, so yeah. Arsenal awesome. will need to win about what six times yeah Arsenal's yeah. Arsenal it's threatening that's threatening <laughs> FA Cup oh yeah <laughs> can win all the FA Cups but I think you would give would you alright I want to ask Trey something sorry would I know you exactly rather... what you're going to ask me <laughs> Invincibles I know exactly you're ask Invincibles me. or you beat or you beat Barcelona um I um me personally I would say Invincibles me, me personally, I would say just because. Who, who else has done that? Celtic. Who else have done oh, that? Yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Was it Preston? Preston. Premier League, man. Premier League. <laughs> every, every guy says it doesn't matter after they tried and didn't do it. <laughs> no, don't get it wrong. It's nice to win, but I feel like you winning a Champions League. First of all, you'd have been the first London club to win it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You, Right now, Chelsea—that's the—and that's the one thing Chelsea got over you guys, and you can't argue against it. Like mm. right now, right now, if someone says what colour is London, it has to be blue because they—they've got that in Europe. That's the main thing for me. Mm. No, I would—I would disagree with that. Like for me, you can't just come and have the Champions League and be relevant for like fifteen years, and then suddenly say London's blue. Arsenal's been Arsenal's been but, doing this but for, for a still long still time. But but Chelsea's still winning trophies. That's what I'm saying. Right now, like right now, as in, yeah, in oh, yeah, if you yeah, talk yeah. about history, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you lot have got more history. Mm. But I felt I feel like if you've like your 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 banner, the banner you can give out to the other play, like people. Teams, yeah. Like for example, when we won the league, that's it. Like no one can chat shit to me anymore. Like, that's how I felt when we won the league. Like no one can say, "Oh, thirty years." No one can say anything because we would have won everything. But, Premier League, like, we, we won it. So now, so now that whole argument of that fit, like when I was um, when I was younger, that was the thing that all these because I grew up with Chelsea fans. That's all they said to me: like, win the Premier League, win the Premier League. <laughs> awesome, and I'll say to them, and I, and I used to say to yeah, them, Arsenal need to win that. And I used to say to them, win the Champions League. Then they did, and then I had that. I lost my argument, <laughs> and and it changes everything. And like now, I feel like it's all changed. Now, now, now I've got one over everyone. Mm. And I felt like if you lot have won that Champions League, it would have been very, very different. Yeah, man, definitely. It's like, personally for me, I feel like the Champions League, um, like if you ask most Arsenal fans, I would say over 90% of them would say Champions League. That was the thing Ar- Ars- like Arsenal needed. The only reason I, like, I say Invincibles is, 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 is probably from a more emotional side mm. where it's been like, 20 years from, or almost 20 years from that, I've seen it. That's like Arsenal's thing. We pride ourselves on that 49 undefeated. Um, But yeah, but yeah, man, like Arsenal should have definitely won that Champions League. And like, the thing is... I mean, you should, but we we move. (laughs) No, like, I would say Arsenal should because Omri had had the chance to to win it. We should have put it to bed. Um, Even like, it's like, even though, even though Arsenal had 10 men and we're still doing it to Barca, um, but like it's like the thing is yeah what like what actually frustrates me with that is that Arsenal's a big enough club to not even like 
we shouldn't even be looking at one final in 2006 saying what like what could have happened. Arsenal should have been in more finals. Do you know what I mean, Arsenal I think that's the had... first time you that was like the first time you even went to the semi-finals that season. Exactly. Like Arsenal have had good enough teams to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's like there was like was it in 2008 we got to the semis against U Man when mm. Walcott done that long long run? I, I think Arsenal had had, had no, that was a team in Liverpool. I think that was. Yeah, like oh, I that, don't know. Like, I think we came second that, that season. season. We did. You were, we came second. I, I, I think we had a better team. No, we no, had Mascherano, Alonso, Gerard. It wasn't 2008. I think it was 2009. You guys did that. Oh, okay. Because you guys that? beat you guys beat United that you're in it with Torres done a madness on Vidic. No, yeah, oh, I think that's yeah. the same season. I think we had we was it? Oh, I, my, I, no, I, no. I think I it might have been just the season before. I think it was. Yeah, I'm, I can't remember, but. Mm. From that from, from that season, the team Arsenal had with Adi Bayor, Fabregas, Van Persie, Nasri, Arshavian, I don't know, that was a bad boy team, I call it. Mm. Galas, Torre. Um, I would say I would say it was very close. I wouldn't argue if you said Liverpool were better. I it think it close. was peak. Like they, they were both peak because I feel like our midfield I feel like we had probably the strongest midfield out of the top four. Yeah, mm. we didn't have yeah. the best defense. Yeah, you and had we only had it. Torres. We had Alonso, Mascherano, and Gerard, which I think was like Ooh, such a good trio. Yeah. yeah, like that three worked so well. But then it was like we didn't have that X factor apart from Torres up front. But we didn't have. We would rely on Coit, on Babel, on uh, Alberto Riera. Don't know if you remember him. Like they're yeah, not the X factor. They're not the. They're not the star guys you look at in the team. That, and that our defense went level. Yeah, the best. Aurelio, I really rated, but he was always injured. Um, if you're looking was, at um, like yeah. you know with that you know with that Chelsea team that won the Champions League and you look at that squad and you look at the Liverpool team that won Ooh, oh, yeah, um, yeah. in 2005 it's like Arsenal should have been in oh, yeah, more yeah. like do you know what I mean even like even quarters or semis we should have been in more conversations to be like could they Chelsea should have won the 2008 final and lost the 2012 we should have won the 2007 yeah, yeah. final and lost the 2005 our 2007 team was way better than our 2005 team, but we yeah. lost, and we played better than Milan. But it was like it was kind of like it, it balanced itself out over the yeah, over the time. Yeah. yeah, the the only the issue that I will say is that my experience has been different when I've asked Arsenal fans that question because a lot of them always say they'll like die on their sword and tell me no, the Invincibles is what they would have because it was just their biggest thing and it what it's what makes Arsenal Arsenal. But at the end of the day, it, it's a really good feat to have to be able to say you've done it. But you want as many silver, like pieces of silverware as possible. That's what big clubs go for. Is that the end in, in, in the history books? It, it will still count as same. Yeah, it, it's just our Premier League. Still one Premier count, League. Yeah, it will still count as that one Premier League, whether it's invincible or whether you lost the most games ever as a champ, as a team who won the league. It'll be the same thing. Mm. No, Whereas, I, think, I think with that one, it'll be remembered more because because that's the only golden one like i know what you're saying in regards to that mm. will be remembered as like one premier league which but then people it, will start like, analyzing will things be. like for example we ended up getting more points than that invincible team and still lost the league by one point uh, and, two seasons ago and like, i actually think that's a fair argument like like i actually think i wouldn't mind having an argument with city fans and liverpool fans and other fans that say oh well we finished mm. above you that's that that's that's a fair argument just I would say, in my opinion, I think the only team that can chat to us is that City team that got 100, personally. Um, but I think that's a fair argument, say Liverpool or Chelsea that got 95 or whatever, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 98 points. Yeah. No, I still, for, for me, I still, and this, it hurts me to say it, but the best achievement for any football club in, in, in England will always be Man United getting in treble. Whether they were... I think sh- so. Like, well, yeah, of course, bro, like... If you say you've won the treble, like that's it, you've won. You've won. That's that's for me the one thing. I don't care too much on getting the FA Cup because I still think Both nowadays years. if you win a double, it's especially not like nowadays. Back then when you you the Premier League weren't dominant, won so many good great teams, it was easier to win a treble. Whereas now you basically have to have a city size squad to win all three. Yeah, but being able to say you won the Champions League, the Premier League, and the FA Cup. Because I have a feeling if Arsenal were further into the Champions League, I don't think in the season they became invincible, they probably would have played a B team at one point, 
because that's what yeah. a lot of that's what a lot of teams who have won Premier Leagues who are unbeaten so for a well. long time, and then towards once they've won the league, that's when you don't care anymore. You're focusing. You've done that. You're now focusing on Champions League. Yeah, and I felt like if that invincible team got far in the in the pre, in the Champions League, I don't think you lot would even be invincible. You lot would have probably put all your eggs in that Champions League. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah. Arsenal should have won the Champions League that year, realistically, and that was an underachievement of, of them. And that's something that they that that Minsk team deserves to hold corn for. So, I mean, they should have done more in other competitions, hundred percent. Yeah, no, 100%. and that's why I would always say that 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 treble thing is it hurts me saying it, but that's the greatest thing the Premier League team has done. Like Barca, bit and it's like when Barca that they can, can hold that over Madrid. Madrid's never done the treble. And it's sad because Madrid's done the double with the Champions League and La Liga double, but they've never done that treble. And Barca's done it twice. They've done the six top like they won every. They went in the season when they won everything, six trophies. Yeah, oh yeah, Bayern done it. Um, just Bayern's done it. Yeah, that's what I want Liverpool to do. I don't care about the treble, but I want a double. I want us to win a Premier League and a Champions League. That would be a for me. That that's like the next thing that will make you the next like talked about team, especially now like. That's why I said you could you don't need to count the FA Cup because right now Have you guys done that though in like in like the night the nineteen eighties or seventies. Yeah, time ago. Yeah, but, but, yeah, yeah, but if I wasn't alive, Premier League. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you want, you want I want to see. Yeah, no, and I'm, I want it to be the Premier League. Okay, hundred percent. back then the FA Cup was easier to win than now, in my opinion. So that's why mm. I don't count it. It's great. We should have done a treble, but we never did. We always focused either the Champions League. All we done the Premier League and FA Cup double, never um, the league and the FA Cup double, never done the the full thing. Mm, no, nah, I understand that. But on on that note, uh, this week will be a shorter podcast. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think everyone have everyone has things to do and places to go. But due to the short podcast, Dre and I will be doing a European special podcast. Yeah, a short reaction to the Champions League and Europa League because we've got a lot of tasty games. Let's go. That. This is the first time Dre's hearing of it, but that's what we're going to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we thank you for listening and we hope you have a great day. And thank you to our guest star. Thank JJ. you. Yeah. Thank you. See you later, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day.